welcome to Tales, Tunes, and Tomfoolery, starring Jerry Springer with Gene Galvin and me, I am Maria Corelli. We are recorded live in front of a brilliant studio audience here in Folk School Coffee Parlor of Ludlow, Kentucky. And here he is, ladies and gentlemen, it is Jerry Springer! Oh, shucks, thank you. Thank you. Judge, Jerry, show's doing great. We're all watching it, we love it. Hey, in it, you're a celebrity, and I've, you and I have been friends along with our spouses for many years, going back to about 1970, so a long time. Yeah. Yep. And, I, and we have been friends during the period where you became a national celebrity, and I have noticed... I've, I've lost a little interest in you during that <laughs> No. <laughs> I can't say I blame you. Well, fact, maybe that is... No. 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 Uh, Jerry, actually, maybe that is my point. I do notice when we are... Like, we go to New York every year, you and I and our wives, and we have a blast. It's really fun and spend a long weekend up there. And I have noticed that, uh, Maria, we can be walking down the street in downtown New York City, and you'll hear people yelling at Jerry. From, like across the street, Jerry, and they'll run over and they'll want <laughs> shoot a selfie, get an autograph, whatever. And I've seen it happen at sporting events we've gone to. I've seen it in New York. I've seen it in Broadway shows when we're sitting down at a Broadway show. People will come down and gather around. And never that never happens to me. Never happens to me. <laughs> and, except one damn place. And it happened last Wednesday, and I believe it will happen tomorrow. And I stood there and thought, oh, my God, notice the difference. For you, it happens all across the country, and I bet actually around the world. I bet it's Certain countries, actually yeah. true, around the world. The only place it happens happened last Wednesday. I'm walking across the prison yard where I teach. Huh. I, this is true. I, I know teach you did, that's good. every Wednesday at a <laughs> prison in Kentucky, a, a prison for felons. It's a yeah. place, you know, with a real deal situation. I don't name it because I don't want to break any anonymity with the guys that I teach. I teach two classes, a critical thinking class and a poetry class. And that is great work on a serious note. That is but as I walk know. across that prison yard, I've now been there long enough where I hear guys, hey, Gene, how you doing? From across the prison yard. And then I'll hear other, and guys will stop me, and, you know, people that I have met doing the work that I do, I teach a couple classes. And I thought, in that situation, I'm like uh, something. I don't know if you call you it a celebrity. Prison celeb. But you, he is a prison celeb. I'm a prison <laughs> So I'm a jailbird celebrity, you know? That is great. But Gene's the like, difference. Gene's like, I know what it's like now. I know, now yeah. I know what it's like, what it feels like. Yeah, the difference, no. when I walk through a prison, I see all my former guests. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm going, hey, Bob, how you doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey. How's a horse? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, by the way, <clears throat> speaking of that prison, and I've talked to you about this, Maria, Dead serious. I would like you mm-hmm. to come down there and perform oh, and to bring your band. You could do it solo or you could do it with your band. That would be I so prefer much fun. The, the band, I think, would have more commotion, more. That's of a so deal. funny because, like, didn't um, like Merle Haggard and oh, yeah. oh, Johnny, Johnny Cash, Cash and Merle Haggard? Oh, yeah. And Merle we, that's like the music that I play. So yeah. it would be like kind of a little like this generation's recreation of that. That would be. Shall we do it? I. Oh, you guys! This is the seal. We, That's the seal of approval. On we, we are no, yeah. Maria. We really should do this. I'm 
all in. Okay, yeah. totally. so we just need to. My band would love uh, it too. Okay, so yeah. after the show, uh, well, we're actually going to do a little production party afterwards uh, tonight because it's the holiday season. We'll talk more. We'll do because the Because I'd like to get that worked out. And here's mm-hmm. what I'd really like to do. Come to think of it. I'm being serious here. It would be cool if you did it and bring Jerry, let Jerry introduce you. Mm-hmm. And they might do a Q&A for a few minutes with Jerry about Judge Jerry and all that stuff because they can see that show because one thing that these inmates have in prisons around the country is if they have the money, they can buy a TV set, they have Mm -hmm. to have a headset, and they can watch TV. Mm -hmm. But I think you and your band would be really a popular thing. Oh, yeah. So that's going to happen. That would be awesome. Great idea. Yeah. Great idea. And I'd love to introduce you guys. I, I, let me close on this. There are some, uh, I do a poetry writing class. The poetry I'm getting is like amazing. Mm. First of all, the guys that come to the class, they come voluntarily, are very smart of mm-hmm. all different educational backgrounds. Street guys from the urban centers of Kentucky, uh, guys that grew up up a holler somewhere. So you're talking mm-hmm. different races, different economic backgrounds, different in different educational backgrounds, including some guys that are highly educated, college-educated guys, mm. and some that have had no education, came into 15 and have a GED at most. But the poetry they write is amazing because it's all stuff about what their lives. What they've experienced, sure. It was worth to find poetry as spontaneous <clears throat> overflow of powerful feelings mm. recollected in tranquility. The famous poet. Wow. That's how we define poetry. Mm. That fits these guys perfectly. You know what would be cool? I know I'm going a little off of the... Uh, yeah. Um, but because that's like what I... So I teach guitar lessons. And then a lot of times in my lessons, yeah. like my whole sessions will be writing songs with the person. It would be... It'd be really cool to like set these, you know... Poems. The poems written. to... Or like to be music. like to music, like help them write songs out of it and like bring it to fruition to a tangible thing they could hear. They could listen back to you. Maria, what a creative idea. I will discuss tomorrow that idea. I have the poems. Oh, wow. I've got them. So I could give you two, three, four poems, Hmm. give you one or or a selection. Let's do do that. And then if you, that'd be great. If you, if that culminated in a recording of that poem turned into a song, we put it on a CD. That is equipment they have. They don't have the internet. It could be like an album of like, you know, the prison songs or something. That sounds, but like, it could be like an album that. that we could like release on Spotify and then have these guys see their stuff come to like or that's why you and i are the creative class in ludlow kentucky (laughs) hey maria that hey maria that's a hell of a good idea that is really a good idea guess the podcast just got a new executive producer (laughs) (laughs) hey 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 hey, stop stop that's not funny oh yeah she can be a oh, producer. Perfect. There's only one executive producer. <laughs> only Everybody's one. a producer. <laughs> That's right. Hey, we'll talk more about that. I yeah. love That's that. That's a great idea. idea. Very cool. Great idea. Hey, Jerry, uh, Judge, one of the prominent uh, candidates for yes. president, uh, yep. the mayor of South Bend, Indiana. 
um, some say he is another Barack Obama. What do you think? Is he? Well, there are similarities. Um, uh, Pete Buttigieg, is, he's incredibly bright, rational, reason, reasonable, moderate, um, articulate, all those, all those things they, we noticed immediately or people were saying about Obama when he first came on the scene. Uh, you know, certainly when you listen to him, you can't imagine that he would wind up being a bad president because he's so smart he will get really good people around him and, you know, well, first of all, obviously anybody can be president, apparently, uh, what we've learned now. So, you know, as I keep saying, a ham sandwich will be an upgrade. But I think uh, Buttigieg is, you know, you see the person and you say, yes, and he's a new generation. I mean, there are a lot of pluses to it. Mind you, I'm okay with any of the people running for president uh, in the Democratic primary, uh, and I'm kind of staying away from picking a favorite now because there's something so important. I don't want to be attacking anyone that isn't the candidate I'm for because that person then has to run for uh, against Trump. So, uh, but anyway, speaking of Buttigieg, yeah, when you look at how competent he is as well as seems, and then you, it's hard not to make the comparison with, well, when Barack Obama came to the world stage uh, within the party, beyond his speech at the 04 convention, in 2008, he was a backbencher on the Senate, you know, not really this powerful senator. There's no particular accomplishment that, you know, he could brag about as a United States senator. Uh, and so he was uh, relatively unknown. He was running against Hillary Clinton, which seemed an, impos um, an impossible task within the Democratic Party. And he was African-American. And we had never had that before. So with all his pluses, and we look at all the pluses of Buttigieg, now we look at what his negatives are, and are they similar to Barack Obama's back then? And uh, Buttigieg, small town mayor, South Bend, Indiana. Um, Barack Obama, <coughs> excuse me, Barack Obama, a relatively unknown U.S. senator, unknown. And... Buttigieg has a husband, and thankfully, as a society, we have recognized, after all these years, to be absolutely okay about that, that we should never be upset about who anybody loves, and who is anyone else to say who you may or may not love or marry or whatever. And when Obama came along, it was we've never had an African-American president. And so people might be saying with Buttigieg, look, okay, 
We've never had an overtly gay president. We've never had a male president who had a husband. And yet, when Obama ran, we never had an African-American as president, and we were ready to overcome that. And look how wrong people were in the beginning. And there's a little bit of a difference. I'm not suggesting at this point that it's a difference that should make you not vote for a Buddha judge, but I'm just trying to step back as an analyst, let's say, and what the difference is. Being African-American was clearly historic and clearly before the election started, who would have thought that an African-American can be elected president? But the reality also was that in Democratic primaries, the African-American community is a probably the biggest single group within the Democratic Party. So he came with some strength. In other words, it cut both ways. And secondly, America had had a 50-year history of the civil rights movement, particularly within the Democratic Party, fighting against the racism. So that perceived weakness when he first became a candidate became a little bit of a strength for him. And obviously a majority of the people that voted in the primary and ultimately in the general election, the people, those of us who weren't African-American, there was almost, gosh, this is great. I mean, remember the night he was elected. I mean, people stood around with tears in their eyes. I mean, they did when Trump was elected too, but for different reasons. <laughs> but I mean, it was like, oh man, this is America at its finest. It was just such a wonderful, wonderful, mo it was a storybook movie with that kind of an ending. And can the same thing happen with Pete Buttigieg, that people will, that it'll be, oh my gosh, America has really come a long way where eight years ago, 12 years ago, it was unthinkable that you could survive politically by supporting gay marriage. Now we actually would elect a married gay man. So that's, an issue, and it may not have the same strength that the African-American community brought to an election. But here's the significant difference that I think has to be weighed. Voting for Obama was not a great risk because America, democracy was not going to end or America wasn't going to be violated if John McCain became president. He was a man of incredible integrity, and didn't, I didn't support his views, but I never spent one second thinking that this is a dangerous man. America is now threatened. Our Constitution means nothing. We have to be embarrassed by having our children look at this man as president. So... You could vote for Barack Obama because you really loved him. You loved the idea of Barack Obama. You liked his issues. You, you thought this was a 
best man to be president, and you weren't risking anything, even if you lost, by being for Obama instead of Hillary Clinton back in twenty in two thousand and eight. It was yeah, I'm for Obama. We lose, we lose. I'm for Obama. It's the right thing to do. The one difference between Pete Buttigieg now and Barack Obama in 2008 is that Pete Buttigieg is the nominee. There is a gamble on an issue where we can't afford to be wrong. We could afford to be wrong with Barack Obama. I'm not sure we can. In fact, I'm certain we can't afford to be wrong with Pete Buttigieg or any of the candidates. So you're asking people to make a bigger leap, even though it seems like the race issue should be a bigger leap. In fact, this is a bigger leap. Because as I've said on so many podcasts, America can't afford another four years of Trump because then we've done away with all guardrails on the presidency. We've done away with the Constitution, everything. And that, I think is what we have to think about deciding whether or not we will be for Pete Buttigieg. Clearly competent, clearly morally fulfilling to be voting for him, all the right things. It's just, we got to think about it because we can't afford to be wrong. <clears throat> We're going to bring our musical guest on up. Um, again, ladies and gentlemen, let's give a warm welcome to Jordan Smart. Yeah. Now, uh, Every week he wears the same thing. <laughs> I don't know if you guys knew this, though, but um, Jordan and I just went on um, a little tour. So when I traveled out in California... I was on tour for a couple weeks out there, yeah. and uh, Jordan was uh, who I went on tour with, and we wow. we shared cool. a, a lot of different nights in different venues out there. So, um, um, and you just recently moved back, kind of to this region, as we mm -hmm. mentioned on a previous podcast. Um, will you tell us a little bit about that journey before you play uh, play us a song? Uh, well, I I mean, I grew up in Ohio. This is a long journey, folks. No, just, <laughs> I grew up in Ohio, and then I, I moved back and forth across the country, and then we found out we were having a kid, so we moved back here. We stayed for two years in Ohio, and then we decided we wanted to go back to the West Coast because we were in a small town up north in Ohio, and uh, it just wasn't feeling right for us. We got out west, and it uh, things didn't work out the way we thought, and so we turned around, and within the same year, came right back here to Ludlow. Uh, we, in between, we did multiple tours as a family, went on tour with Maria, went to, <coughs> we saw the Grand Canyon. We did a lot of great things. And then, wow. then we decided to make our home here in Ludlow because all the good folks that we know here. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And we're happy for that. <laughs> oh, me we're too. We're the lucky ones because oh. we gotcha. Um, will you introduce this uh, song that you're about to sing for us? Yeah, uh, this one is brand new. I haven't. I've played it for my girlfriend and my friend Stephen so far. So it's fresh off the press or whatever griddle. <laughs> uh, it doesn't really have a name yet, but I'll play it for you. 
what a shame Oh, what a pity That folks should live this way In every state In every city Desperate for somewhere to stay Ooh, but that's just what they got to do No thanks to you Another day Another dollar Another deal down the drain Another bum Living in squalor Another needle finds a vein That's just what they're gonna do Ooh, and it's no thanks to you Some folks feast while some folks famish And some folks eat just enough some folks live and all folks die well Some of them while they're in cuffs Some of them blackened Some of them browning Some of them swollen and red Some of them have got children And some have got nothing And some are military vets so donate your clothes and you can donate your blankets But you cannot donate them a way out Once you're down there in the gutter Ain't nobody gonna hear you shout Ooh, and that's just what you're gonna do Ooh, and there's no room left for you should live this way when Gene and I first discussed doing podcasts five years ago you are exactly what we had in mind we, no, you are, and, I, and I'm not just blowing smoke here, because we sat down and we wanted to do something that was political, you know, because that's who we are. And But we also wanted to, we love folk music, particularly the protest music, the social music of the 60s that we grew up with. And so we wanted the music to have the artists of today create... Social cause music, music with a, with a message, and this is exactly what 
you know, you are exactly what we thought about. Wow. I thought you'd be better looking, but other than that... Uh, yeah. I'm yeah. working on it. Yeah, well, keep working. He, th uh, he, yeah. he thought you'd be better looking, too. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah you looked uh, better on you TV. You were this was... close to becoming a producer. <laughs> Jordan, will you take us out on Down by the Riverside? <clears throat> Maybe let maybe let Jerry join. Maybe, maybe. not after yeah, that. No, yeah, no, no. I'm not sure about this yeah. one. <laughs> I'll do All the right. second verse. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gonna lay down my heavy load down by the riverside. Down by the riverside. Down by the riverside. I'm Wow.